Okay. Yeah. I am back. It is me. Living Truthfully's answering machine. The number one truthful answering machine verified by the world-famous International Institute of Truthful Answering Machines. Now, Amani Moranga and Super Producer are unable to pick your call, but they are actually right here. Yes, I can see them staring at me. I think they are stunned I am still working and telling the truth. Anywho. You can try leave a message after the beep. But if they don't return your call, then they are still figuring out how to use this truthful answering machine. To help them, please press 1 to repeat this entire message. Press 2 and try leave your message now. Pressing 2 is optional and not required at this point. It's better to email. If you can't handle this truth, please hang up. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is, wherever you are. And this is actually a real greeting because some people who will listen to this will be in New York and it is at a different time, at a different uh, place. Some will be in Palm Springs, California. What up, Kanji? Uh, how you doing? How, how you doing? My name is Amani Maranga and welcome to Living Truthfully, the podcast. Uh, I'm so excited that you're here, that you're listening to me. I'm so excited to be alive. Oh, yeah. Hey, 2020. What a year. Tell me about it. Um, I know you, you guys are wondering, who is that Kabiz? <laughs> I'll introduce you just a bit. Uh, how are you holding up? COVID in Akpelekaje. Uh, are you staying safe? Are you washing your hands? Are you wearing a mask in public? Sanitize. Sanitize. Do, that. do, those, do those things. And if you're like me, you might also need to sanitize your thoughts. Eh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so, <laughs> but I'm so glad 2020 is over, man. Yeah. All right. So, living truthfully, the podcast. Sometimes I have uh, interesting guests, like the one I have now. He's an addict of chai. Oh yeah. Mm. And he's G- having some tea. I've not even tasted this tea. I don't know if it's nice. Uh, I made it. And, ah. and, and and this guy, his tea standards are very high. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I hope it is to his liking. He is also probably one of the most talented people I've ever met. He's, the, I mean, we, we call him, we call his skill crucial. Hmm. Because, uh, man, he, he touches the instrument that he plays and the effect is crucial. <laughs> <laughs> I have the fortune of him being my friend. Hmm. Me too. I, I have the fortune of um, like uh, even participating in some of his life events. I uh, we we have we're, we're not the same musically, but we we appreciate some things <laughs> together. I can't I can't claim to be the same musically as this guy. Never ever. But. Um, we, you know, when when you when you, your taste of music is affirmed by like the highest musician you know, like not high because he's high, but as in you know, it's high standard. Yeah. Ah, dude, I, I don't know how to explain to you guys that I'm so excited to have the one and only Aaron Crucial Keys Rimbu. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
I've been listening to your to your podcast. It's like, uh, man, kudos to you, man. You're speaking. Uh, uh, you know, I think we are living in a time when uh, there's so much pent up stuff. People are going through, especially as you say, 2020. 2020 yeah. has done a number. It's done a number on guys. Oh man. yeah, oh yeah, myself included. Like, hmm? yeah, actually, it's true. So I don't know. Let's start with you. Don't live in Kenya. Oh yes, um, you yeah. were. One day we were here with you, just <laughs> laughing, laughing, <laughs> nini, nini, looking for chapos, and then the uh, next thing you're in. New York. I, that is what I should have done. I should have had the soundtrack of New York, New York, uh, Frank Sinatra. The I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. <laughs> Did it yeah. Um, yes, I've been the in the US. That's New York. Actually, work in New York, but York. live but live in Jersey. Okay. So, so I'm a Jersey New Yorkite. Is that in Kisumu? No, no. It's like basically. Mm-hmm. Let me put it this way: It's like living in Thika and working in town. Actually, not even Thika. Ku. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. G- guys of Ku think they Nairobi. They're in Kiambu. <laughs> but they think they're in Nairobi. <laughs> so basically, yeah. So it's been three and a half years. Um, uh, myself, my wife, we decide. Actually, the uh, the whole premise for the, the move was, mm. I think I, I may have shared this before. Um, uh, I, I got, I hit a ceiling as an artist. Yeah. And so I was like, um, one Mr. is he's, uh, one of the great African artists. His name is Mr. Richard Bonner. Richard Bonner. He he played at the Safaricom Jazz Festival in yeah. 2014, actually mm. the first one. Mm. So I got, a, you know, being the musical director at that time, I got the perks of hanging out with him a lot. Yeah. So so in one occasion, he's like, dude, just, I think, move to New York. Because he was giving me the same advice that mm. he had gotten from a world-renowned Grammy, Grammy-nominated guitar player called Mike, Mike Stern. And so it's like I'm giving you the same advice that this guy had me and told me to move to New York. Now I'm telling you I've had you move to New York. But it, I think, the thing crystallized in uh, six months, five months later. Mm-hmm. I just got frustrated, man. You know, I'd been on TV, I'd done your TPF, I was on radio. I was like, ah, man. But what I was hearing in my mind is like, I just want to tour. I just want to play music, man. I just mm. want, I want to perform. I want to tour the world, but. You know, and then I was, and I didn't want to get jaded. Yeah. So, and unfortunately, that has been the story of many musicians who hit a ceiling, um, especially in in Kenya and specifically Nairobi. You know, being being jaded uh, can leave you in a very bad place. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It so, can. And, and I mean, we've seen people waste away because of wasted dreams. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're 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 super talented. Uh, you get a platform. So the world celebrates your talent and you get to, oh, okay, at least Nairobi celebrates your talent mm-hmm. and you get to affirm that, okay, I'm not the only one who thinks I can play or I can sing or I can, whatever it is. Yeah. And then, so you're, so you're excellent and you're confident and maybe even start making some money. Absolutely. You know? And then you realize that once you've done the biggest gigs in Nairobi, which, you know, compared to the world are small, but the biggest gigs in Nairobi, There's nothing else. You're so right. I think it hit me at a, like a flood. It's just like one day I just woke up. I'm like, this is it. I'm like, 
I looked at the next at that time I was 35 that's 2014 yeah I was like I looked at the next 4 5 years I'm like for real this is because I've done the biggest gigs that are available as an artist or as an instrumentalist yeah. let me even put it that way yeah. uh I'd done my all that jazz shows I'd been I was, I was and and I was and and I appreciate of mm, course yeah you know um I was telling uh, Bian of Saudi Soul the mm. Saudi Soul as yesterday I was telling them that the music industry where it was when I joined it in 2000 and yeah. where it is right yeah. now yeah. 20 years yeah. later and we're having that conversation yeah. the other day absolutely just how it's grown completely. leaps and bounds completely yeah. but also there's there's also you there's my aspirations and my dreams yeah. like okay I think I've done the most that I can do to grow this industry mm. but let me get out there and uh, pursue my dreams now you know and what are your dreams i think for me i've always wanted at the core of me is mm. i'm a performer yeah nothing brings me more joy than putting me on a stage mm. give me a piano or a keyboard yeah. and I, we've got guys and i just play music yeah for me in fact there's a time i was like it's not i'm not asking to build uh i'm not i'm not elon musk i'm no. not trying to go to mars you're to not, mars you're not, you're not trying to go to space <laughs> and go to mars and yeah so i think for me that has been and then also um i i i realized that also considering my story i've i've i've, I've been through life you mm-hmm. know I, i my platform also ends up being a, a, an opportunity for me to share my experiences and mm. hopefully um when someone attends my show anybody's show uh, they live there feeling feeling encouraged mm. let me use that word that you know what um there's hope despite like despite 2020 yeah there's, there's. <laughs> yeah when life does a number like the way 2020 has done uh, you guy man but this i'm still here we you know and and that for me that has been my my dream of course uh, to perform to record to i i'm a i'm a bona fide musician like the real deal i i, I think you are i, I actually I, think i you think are. dream <laughs> wake up thinking tunes yeah. if you check out my voice notes it's just me humming with my very bad voice <laughs> like ideas <laughs> you know and, and that's interesting because i know artists who've gone into the game mm-hmm. because they can sing or they can play yeah um but it's not who they are it doesn't exactly. define them you know I, i i don't know i don't even know if you have another skill like i don't know if you if 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 <laughs> i don't know if you even know how to type on a computer like i don't know i don't know if you have another skill but actually that's a very good point you you raise because now 2020 now dem- asked of me to look for other skills yeah because you know we're moving to the us uh covid shows up yeah all everything and one of the hardest hit uh entertainment. Hit cities is new york, new york and, and of entertainment. course entertainment has an industry Completely. for all like, of us yeah clubs clubs shut clubs are shut down yeah. some are still shutting down yeah. so here i am around july august and i was like oh my god man this is what i've been doing for the last 20 years plus now you look you have bills have to be paid you know uh and and the type of uh, place that i live it's show me the money mm-hmm. you know yeah Um, it's not like here where we've got our culture where you can tell tell, tell your landlord eh, sasa is there a way is there a way and he'll be gracious because yeah. he understands but yeah. this guy is that's a different culture is yeah. like so here i am having to look for other gigs that have absolutely nothing to do with music oh, wow and then you're being asked for your cv and then you're scratching your head you're like the only thing that i've been doing for the last 20 years is music 
So uh-huh. I can't begin to explain how many decline emails are like, ah, oh, no, you, you don't have the experience. You don't have the experience. For jobs such as like a UPS store. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't need any further skill. You guy, it's just give me your package. I put I put it in the in the computer and just shipping. Ship it, yeah. It's just shipping. Yeah, and you're not even done doing the actual shipping. You're receiving a I'm package. I'm just receiving, yeah. Uh, putting put the, in the details. Data, yeah. yeah and, then and then you, you put it out, out, just out, down there. And then your, do, your job is That's done. That's that. And printing and photocopying and laminating. <laughs> <laughs> But, because now everyone, especially like people like myself, yeah, artists, yeah. we are at that point we have to look for other gigs to do, other jobs to do to pay bills. So the job market is flooded So what do the companies do? They have to put a cutoff point. They have said, do, do you have experience? Like, surely, man. Do you need a degree? There's one I was like, where I laughed. I'm like, Walgreens is a chemist. Okay. So I'm like, for real, you're asking for a degree for a chem- for <laughs> an experience to work at a chemist as, 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 as a an counter. Atten- as, as, as an attendant. At a counter. Yeah. So that, that, that in itself, I'm like, hmm. Which, which has made me think, think, I'm like, okay, probably... Um, there's advantages and I think 2020 no hindsight is 2020 figuratively speaking (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm like there's skills that I used to have for for I was good at paperwork but no like Like uh, admin stuff stuff. yeah Yeah. Uh, because now doing my own shows I was forced to do Excel sheets and those things but then after a while I was like ah Let me just concentrate on music. Mm. But now a skill like that is required. So I met a drummer, a, a ridiculously like he's the real deal drummer. Mm. And he's telling me, man, this guy's asking me for a CV. I've just been doing this for 28 years. I've just been drumming. What do you do? So, 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 so for me, I, I, what I've learned is like always have that quote unquote spare tire skill. Wow. Because there'll be a time like 2020 where that skill will be required of you that has got nothing to do with what you've been doing for 20 plus years and they're asking for some form of experience. The job that I got, like I got a UPS store. The only thing my saving grace is because I wrote on my CV mm-hmm. that I, because of printing, you know the way you used mm-hmm. to print tickets yeah, and, yeah. and that's, yeah. what say, that's what... Are you serious? Imagine. The, the way I used to print my tickets and sell them at churches, come yeah, for my gigs. Yeah, yeah. So I know to, I'm in sales. So yeah, that's sales. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's what ended up helping me get a gig. Wow. But at so, ending my email, there's a point I was like, Allah, what's going on, man? I've applied for so many jobs, but... Do you know how crazy the things you're saying are? Because you're saying I'm, the, I'm one of the best pianists. Literally. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the best pianists in the world. Not not in Kenya. Kenya, Kenya, you thank are you, the thank best. Thank you. We finished that one. Africa. I don't know other great pianists, but I'd say you're probably top five. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. and and that's assuming there's an outlier somewhere in South Africa, and an outlier somewhere in Ghana. Actually, they're all in South Africa. They're all I in South tell, Africa. Tell you, okay. Yeah. And then, so if we're gonna do a Forbes 100 list. Mm-hmm. Of, the, of pianists in the world, you'd definitely be in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying you're this highest skilled pianist who's But now working at a UPS store. Absolutely. God damn it. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying that 
has just I'm like and oh wait even given crazier is that you're this high skilled pianist who couldn't get a job I couldn't I couldn't because I don't have the experience ah. my experience is what I know how to do festivals I know how to work at a radio station I know how to play and tour and put up bands and that's music has been my my work but now covid has completely shut it was the industry that was the first to shut down but you know what let me say this at all I don't know, I think the challenge and and I agree with you about paying the bills now and doing what needs to be done to pay the bills now. But I think the challenge man is how to pivot. Absolutely. Yeah. You could you couldn't have because you know, in fact sorry to interject. Well, it's okay to interject. I think that was the first thing is your brain just freezing. It freezes like mm. it's complete paralysis. You're like for real this is what it means. Mm. Do you know how many times I'd sit in the I'd sit in the house. This is around June, June. I'm like, so what was my point of coming to the US? The, the the reason for going to the US was to was to get into the scene, play, do everything that I can, tour, studios, gigs, shows, everything. And 2020 before March, I had I, I, in fact I called my wife. Mm-hmm. I was coming out of uh, I'd been doing I've been doing some work with the Jazz at Lincoln Center mm-hmm. in Manhattan. Wow. Wow. So I'd been doing like a weekly a, a weekly gig that is paying such good money. Mm-hmm. And it was going to go on for the rest of the year. Wow. Except the summer because of now yeah, tours and yeah, yeah. but in the summer now I'd been booked to play at a couple of shows. Wow. And not only that I was uh, been booked at I was at the Cape I was going to play at the Cape Town Jazz Festival wow. as like as in like it had completely opened up so I, I called so, my so wife So the reason you had gone to New York had worked completely I'm like I even there's a day I got out I was going to get my my the subway the mm-hmm. train yeah. I called my wife I told her this is it man this I finally it has happened the reason for me to come Yeah That was I think February 12th. I remember that mm. it was a Wednesday. Mm. I went home so happy. I was like, "Ah oh, man. It's been two years, not been as easy migrating to that new countries or whatever, you know." And I was like, "Finally." Then a month later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think the first, first of all I think May April May New York was just a whole other scene because of of the pandemic, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So so and then by June July that's when it is starting to mix like cuz you know at that, fact, yeah, yeah. at that time we felt mm-hmm. or the scientists and the doctors were like by September June this thing will be, oh. will be over. Mm-hmm. Now June they're like uh, no. Mm. You're seeing Broadway starting to to push down. to push yeah. things even Kids, farther yeah. away yeah. yeah you know new york scenes the the club owners are like uh no you know because now the governors and the mayors are like uh just just say 2021 that's it yeah. 2020 that's it yeah. you know so here i am seated i'm like i have to get a job i have to go and look for a job somewhere else and i think it took me a good four weeks for my mind to accept it we're like Huh? But then you see it's a pandemic so it's everywhere in the world. So you know at, at, in a situation like that you're like ah me I can just go back to Kenya and chill for a couple of uh, a month or two or three yeah, make yeah, some money and yeah, come back. Nothing. Yeah. No there's no there's no money to be made here. In fact you're better off in New York. <laughs> so, you can get a UPS job. 
So, no, so, I'm serious. Y- you're right. You're I, right. I'm very serious. I don't know where I'd start looking for a job now. Hmm. No. And so I think it's it's the pros and cons of both both sides. You know, here you, at least even with what you're doing, the the skill that you've been doing, there's a way you can make it work and bring money. Mm. But in New York, it there's no way. As in it's shut down. People have moved, they've left New York. As we speak right now, there's 20,000 units empty. The government on the other day was asking guys, like, you guys, don't go. Don't go. Can, can you guys don't go? Don't go. Stay, 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 stay. stay. Forever <laughs> But I think in a nutshell, that's what 2020 has been for me. It's 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 been, and I think even I may have gotten COVID, I think, uh, up or April. The way I got sick there, was like, uh, but you see at that time, there were so many people, so they mm. just said, you just chill it out. Mm. We're only taking critical cases because the hospitals are full. So I was not like completely out, yeah. just breathing. I couldn't smell for like a taste, smell for you know, th- three days, three weeks. Last year, third first, which was probably the second third first we had without you. Eh? Uh-huh. First, it was so sad, man, because we couldn't do the, <laughs> you, know, you know that session we do on 31st when we, when, when we, we play songs and R&B, oldies, oldies, oldies. Ah oh man, Aroro, we've missed you at those gigs. And then now Ranjo is gone. Kanji is gone. And I, I don't know how, I don't know what 31st will look like again. <laughs> Shucks. You also have had a new blessing in your life, bro. Oh yeah. You know, that's, that's the thing, you know. And I think for me, as a Christian, as a born again, I, I know that even, even in the storms, God has this little, there's always that cup flower that is... I've, Before I talk about it, mm. isn't it random that sometimes you can have this hurricane, this just Madogodanio event, whether mm. natural or personal, mm. but then after the the storm is over, you go outside and you see, you're like, for real, this plant is still there, like nothing happened. Yeah, it's like it, it survived. <laughs> this one can survive a nuclear bomb. <laughs> I'm like, how in the world is this? Yeah. So I think for me, that that has been the, the cons- in 2019, um, God blessed my God blessed us you know we um, and the story the back story is that as I got married in 2009 mm. so I know oh you were there I was MC for your wedding yeah you were there how many you come from far <laughs> you were the MC you were the MC yeah the MC for your wedding so so um in uh, we, we actively tried to get children two years later mm. That's so probably 2011. Yeah. So, so so you can think from 2011 until 2019 mm. or 2018, let's put it that way. So that's eight years mm. of actively trying to get children. Mm. Uh, but we couldn't, mm. you know. I did my test. I still was, was normal. Mm. Mohanga did the test. She's like, she's normal. Mm. So, but I think, so there's a time I was so sad because no... You know, our relatives, my bro is just popping kids, you know. Left, right, <laughs> my friends are just like, what's, 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 what's going down? You know, but um, so we moved to the US, which at first was like, you know what? Thankfully, it's good that we didn't have children because yeah. it would have been a bit more tricky or yeah. probably I wouldn't even have made that move. Yeah. So I was beginning to see, yeah. yeah. So I was beginning to see that probably, hmm, okay, mm. providence, mm. things work out for, there, there's a reason for, yeah. for it. So yeah. we move. So um, in 2018, just before uh, uh, our trip, our first trip to, to Kenya, we had mm. a conversation, myself and my wife, like, so like children, and these were my words. Mm. 
I am happy. I've gone to the point where I am happy if I don't and I am be happy if I do. Yeah. I think I was like, you know what? Let me just just, live my life. just yeah. Accepted and little did I know probably that's what God was like. Absolutely. I've gotten him where I really want him wow. to be, you know? Cuz now in uh, February of 2019 wife is like uh I think <laughs> who may be pregnant. It, that sounded like Greek. Like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? What do you mean? She's like, yeah, yeah, I think uh uh let's so I asked her if if uh if she she's done a test like no, it's like, oh, you know, I missed my piece for she said like two weeks. I'm like, ah, 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 let's go get the test. So went to a to a place, got the the home kit. Mm. She came back and said we're pregnant. You get I think I sat down. I think I was quiet for probably 20 minutes without saying a word. Alex. See you hearing that silence? That was that's, that's how it was. Like wait, what? Huh? <laughs> so it's like all your emotions like I'm going to be a dad. Huh? So there's all these things that are happening because in my mind is like okay I guess we're those guys who can't get children yeah. and I'm happy. Yeah. You know, I've got I've got nephews, I've mm-hmm. got you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I'll be happy, you know, but then now uh then we go to the hospital yeah and then of course we find out uh, and then when we find out the sex it's a girl even more cuz I always wanted to have girls. Oh, wow. Any, I always, any particular reason why? I don't know. I always the, from from before when I got married like I, like the day I have children I hope the first my first born my first child is a girl so and so on uh, November 5th 2019 we welcomed uh, Naima Kinyawa Njiko Rimbui Kinya Kinya she's a Mumero 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 yeah so hey, congratulations I, yeah thanks man it's it's sometimes when I, the other day I was telling my mom like sometimes it's it's like I still pinch myself like I'm a dad Cuz I think I'd I'd already say that probably that's not that's not mm-hmm. my lot. So I'm like I'm a dad and I'm such a nice little girl. She's just man. You know. So I'll tell you something that I was told when my yeah. daughter was born. Okay. That little girl is going to have you wrapped around her little <laughs> for the rest of your life. for the rest of your life. <laughs> And then you know you, you know me bro and I said ah never me I'll be a disciplinarian ni 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 ay 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 shock shock how old is she she's she's 13 she's 13 now eh? oh, she's wow. 13 so modoni modoni is 13 modoni and sell her arrangements so okay. she's 13 um i mean she's uh, she's 13 going on maybe 36 i don't know like <laughs> like she's com- she's an adult You know? Yeah, the, the other day uh, I saw her. I was like, yeah. "This is like a girl." You know, in my mind, the image I have of her mm-hmm. is like of my daughter. No, wait. Go look at your wedding photos. Oh yes. I at some point in the afternoon, when at the reception, I was holding, holding her, her as your MC. As, as I was MC. She was probably like two. Yeah, she was. Uh, it was 2009. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she was two. two. Yeah, you guy, man. Wow. Wow. <laughs> But anyway, I, uh, so, and and now I have come to 
my moment of acceptance that she's like that story that, that my daughter <laughs> i hope she never hears this until she's like 36 has me wrapped around her little finger completely yani <laughs> it is true like i think for me for me first of all i think the experience is is cuz i got a child older cuz i yeah. got i got her when i turned just after, like You're just turned 40 yeah, yeah like yeah. 20 days after i turned yeah. 40 yeah. like two or two and a half weeks yeah so for me i think the experience is like wow i think for me that was like my 40th birthday gift that's such a good gift like like man. like that showed up two weeks later you know so for me and her i'm like this that this that thing i was turning 40 i was like you know some things in my life whatever It, I was like hmm I think I've reached that age where I'm middle I'm I'm no longer a youth yeah. I'm not youth yeah. so and then on top of that just other than getting a good contract or money <laughs> or something I was like no let's 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 hook you up with someone from you so I was like wow and it's a girl so so she it's been just the, that's what's kept me smiling despite 2020 being what it, it is even those moments are like what in the world is going on so like wow so, and and that maybe that's a question I want to ask you next is just as a dude mm. but even just knowing who you are I I'm trying to picture the because I've not seen you with your daughter oh, okay <laughs> but I've seen I've seen your posts on Facebook <laughs> I've seen your pictures like you know like <laughs> I'm like what what has fatherhood done to you so far and it's been a year now and what what's what's fatherhood done And now a word from our sponsors Is your team performing like a formula 1 team because it should it should be high performing and with great precision After over 13 years of building teams for some of the biggest companies in Kenya and Uganda I have developed the ultimate team building thought process named pit stop. Now this process will help your team build trust, become innovative and increase performance. Now if this sounds like the team you want to work with, even with the challenges brought in by COVID-19, shoot me an email on amanimaranga@gmail.com and I will work at bringing your team to performing like a formula And now back to our story. But I've seen I've seen your posts on Facebook, I've seen your pictures like you know like I'm like what what has fatherhood done to you so far? And it's been a year now. And what what's what's fatherhood done? I think for me the biggest thing is is uh just the joy. There's this there's this thing that keeps you waking up every day to live life. Mm. Like you know what even when things happen and you're thrown there's like there's a reason to be alive i'm yeah. like i'm like she she there's now there's more there the, 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 we used to have this word this this teacher who used to like saying there's impetus mm. you know um there's in this school. yeah in, yeah that, impetus that, that road side too. first of all you should, you should not you as an MFA, <laughs> you should never ever 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 talk to me like that you know <laughs> i think that's what you're waiting for that reaction the way the way as it so much it chokes so quickly because <laughs> it's an insult you know if you if you're a changerian i can yeah. spar with you yeah. but have you noticed that if if a changerian and a pacherian are talk are arguing mm. and dissing each other yeah. and then an emeferian tries to ingia we both stop and turn our guns <laughs> they were <a> common enemy <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyway, so <laughs> so trivial. No, but that that is never that's never gonna end. It's never gonna end. But <laughs> it's never gonna end. And, but so I think, as I said, I think the the every day I just wake up with a smile. I'm like, I've got a little girl, you know. Um, um, and I'm like, God, thank you. And like, I really, I didn't know that I even needed this myself. I think I'd. It's a gift for real. It's it's it's. I look at it as a gift. I was with her the day before yesterday because we are still around. Yeah. And so she's just being moved around like a like a like a rugby ball from the from one part. And then also my parents had not seen her yet because they're supposed yeah, to have come in yeah, April. Yeah. So it's like COVID or COVID. Yeah, she's just turned one, and my parents have not seen her. Yeah. So it's easier for me to come to Nairobi yeah. than them to to, up, to take yeah. the trip. Yeah. So. So it's been um she's named after my mom. No, so it was just one of those life moments. I think that that day when they met, I'm like, okay, 2020 was worth it, mm-hmm. you know. Cuz I think as I'm beginning to see that uh, where what what is work, man? What is what are all these things that we chase? You know, and and um these people. That's I think the biggest the biggest investment we can make. I think we're having this conversation yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like is is hmm, it's people. Cuz what's the point of me getting a good recording deal in New York mm. and be alone? I'm just miserable. I'm like what's what's the point? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, what well, I'm like rather have not too much but you've got such a wealth of relationships, you know. And I think for me this I've been having this conversation for the last four years. Mm. I think uh what precipitated it was in um 2016 i think around the time when we were making the move mm. uh jadedness ingiad a good one mm. full clinical depression mm. nicely i, I was, remember i remember the time oh yeah yeah hey man 2016 <laughs> but i think it's lessons from there that have helped me go th- go through 2020 mm. and the first one that i realized is that I am a human being fast who happens to be a musician. I am a man. The first thing that I am. Mm. I am a man who happens to be a musician and I can do all those mm. things. These are things that I do. Mm. They don't define me. Wow. But for a long time due to pent up stuff and issues that I had I, I, just stuff that I'd never dealt with in mm. my life. Mm. I made music become the thing that that defines me because mm. it brings you know people like this the attention you get mm-hmm. little did i know that i was i was just walking on stilts because now remove the music who am i and that's the conversation i've been having with some of my friends like remove the career remove that thing that you do mm. remove that uh business whatever who are you and that you guy ooh 2016 wow cuz now in 2020 i'm like okay yes things are thick i need to get a job but it's not killing me like mm. it would have in 2020 because mm. now my identity is not a wrap is not wrapped around my skill yeah you know and i think that's the thing that as artists and creatives we need to be wary of because you guy let me tell you there's another type of rush that comes when you're on stage and you're finished a gig and people give you applause you know you're 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 you're, you're a stage guy mm-hmm. It feeds you. It's like you if you're that kiki mouth. <laughs> you know, you know, you know the a crocodile when it's just chewing yeah, with his mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 
little data that that's what I've been building my identity on remove that who are who are you and, uh, the reason I'm quiet is mm-hmm. because I understand you completely mm-hmm. 2016 was my lowest as well oh yeah I think when I came and told you that you guys things are thick yeah. you also told me uh dude <laughs> we were in the very same boat bro <laughs> Oh, lost yeah. everything that had defined me up to that point including family hmm. you know hmm. including family biashara was down this 360 that was doing so well my, oh, yeah. I, uh, that year i sold my moti my moti that to now uh, you've heard about my bundorova stories with Joe, <laughs> but that that yeah. that, that moti yeah uh, just the the, the the trappings plus the the business the things that I had built around me that gave me self worth that made people accept me that made people feel that made me feel like when I walked into a room I walked in co- with, with some confidence eh, with my chest out because I am that Amani Maranga in 2016 it had all gone by oh, 2016 wow. it had all gone and just like you I had to go through a process of defining myself without them Hey man, I think that is the most painful you guys that's when ah man I I'd say I think for me I don't know how I could have done it without God well I I I, I sought help mm-hmm. and and that's when I started walking through I'd go see a shrink like I'd like you know what I, I think there's a point where like I think it was the nudging of my wife like hey I think probably you may you may, you may need to seek seek help mm-hmm. seek professional help mm-hmm. and so a couple of um sessions that's when i was like ah and that's when the first question i was asked is like who are you without all these things i i didn't realize at that time i was 37 i didn't realize that I ever asked myself that question mm. like who are you without music without all these things that have come to define you so that's why you're worried because now the anxiety the the, the the reason why i found myself in that situation mm. is that i'm already frustrated with the scene so i've already kind of shut that door. Mm. I'm jaded, I'm upset, just, you know, um and which is factual and true. Mm. Now, so now I put all my eggs into the moving to the US. So I'm like this has to happen. But then as you as you probably know, making a a move like that mm. takes years. It yeah. took three and a half years. Yeah. So here I am li- living in limbo. The US government is not telling me anything. Uh, they're taking their time and then when they do like send this again send this send this i'm like we started this process in 20 in may of 2014 it's june 2016 i i had already moved i think i'd already moved once yeah, i applied yeah. there so i'm like what then the question starts what if this doesn't work what if this thing doesn't go the way i thought it was and that's when i started learning some vital things that i am now using that there's something i should just know what i need to there's some things i can control and the same thing some things i can't you know now i wanted to control in some whatever magical way <laughs> how is it even possible to uh, to, to, to the, the control US that yeah. but then what can i do i can control what i can do here mm. but then I, anyway those are, it's it's um it's a it's a lesson learned Uh, the hard way i'm asking something and feel free to decline it mm-hmm. if 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 it's too personal mm-hmm. i d- i went in such shrink as well mm-hmm. uh, in 2016 as well 
And um, I think for me, there are several things that came out. Huh? First, any dude, my need for affirmation, that thing you're saying, <laughs> stage, off stage, like just in life, yeah? my need for affirmation is like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm. Like I'm hungry for affirmation. Like if I got married again, I, I think her, jo- her name should be affirmation. Like, like, <laughs> it's, like it's, that's, that's her core job, you know? Uh, and, but for me, it stemmed from, and, and this, this is probably the first time I'm saying it on my podcast. So I, I, I have, or I had at the point, I needed female affirmation. Mm. Okay. Mm. So whereas I have a fantastic mom, she's not the most generous with her affirmation. Okay. And so as a child, I never grew up hearing some, uh-huh. some of those things. And you know, we, we admonish parents sometimes for over-affirming their kids. Yeah? But, uh, and the kids then become, grow up entitled or oh, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah? But under also creates a problem. It's, it's, a, it's a, such a delicate balance. Such a delicate balance. Yeah. yeah? So, and I think I was under-affirmed at home. Okay. But affirmed elsewhere. Okay. And so I started, like you say, feeding off that thing. And, okay. And some of the mistakes I've made in life is in, is in search of affirmation. Okay. Like literally in mm-hmm. search of female affirmation. An incredible, I mean, I had father issues and things, but that, that was probably a big discovery for mm-hmm. me. What was yours? I think for me, the, the big one was, I, I, I think um, my fire accident. Mm. Um, here I was, 14 year old. I go through this. I almost died. You know, it's a long story. Yeah. But but in a, in a in nutshell, natural, yeah. this morning uh, we were living in um, in Dagoriti Corner, Wanye Road. Mm. Um, we wake up. It's November 25th, uh, 1993. I was 14, just after KCPA. Mm. Neighbors were like, "Why is that gas smelling?" Because my folks, mm-hmm. they didn't have gas, mm-hmm. so we do some um, go some rounds. Because it's like, I think it's our neighbors. Mm-hmm. So we go to the neighbors and find that, hey, yeah, it's there. So as uh, my my mom, my dad had gone to work, so my mom on the way to work is like, you know what? I'm gonna call the owner of the house to mm-hmm. come and fix it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I she went to work. I stayed playing. Um, my bro and sister, my bro had gone to school. My sister was around because of holidays. Mm-hmm. So me, I was just chilling. So I see the neighbor come, uh, and it's just like an immediate, like your days, like the immediate neighbor. Mm-hmm. So he finds me, he's like he greets me, like oh your mama's called me. I was like yes. So I followed him to the house. You know, you're like a fourteen year old. You know, followed him to the digs, and when we get the house, it's just a complete. Yani, it's smelling like a chemistry lab, like yeah. even worse than a, like a, a plant, because the gas is everywhere. So he checks the kitchen, no. Then he's like, you know what? I think it's this, the uh, the SQ. Uh, one of my nieces is renting it or staying there, mm. and she she has her own uh, gas cooker. Mm. So gets the spare key. So now to get the SQ, you have to go through the kitchen. There's like a small car outside yeah, place, yeah. and then you get get into the SQ. So he gets in. Um, it's his son is there and another niece. So as he's starting to fiddle now, I'm peeping. No, because I'm that's mm. what I digs, but I'm just mm. seeing what they're mm. doing. Curious, too. curious, yeah. Then the, the what I remember, I just had like, Phew. so I even didn't realize that I, that I'm already messed up. So, what made me run because instinct mm. is run. Th- the girl yeah. started screaming. Wow, 
because she's the one who's right she's now be behind me so me I start running but as she's running she trips and then as she's as I pick her up as I push her out something she's holding her herself you know so we get out now to outside the compound itself now to the main street where the estate is and for me I was surprised because many people have come I didn't know that it was that loud. Mm. It's later that people say that that explosion was heard from as far as Dagoreti corner. Ukok those wow. days, yeah. So, and then I look at my hands, that's when I was like, "Oh, shucks, you know, um its skin is hanging, mm. like it was a complete mess." Mm. And then um get to Nairobi Hospital and then now that started the the journey for the rest of my life, you know. Uh at 25% bands. So they 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 were like should we put him in hdu because the girl her she was straight icu because mm. she had one i think a nylon dress mm. she was she was like 70 percent burns you know mm. and um now the three of us that's the owner of the house um and his son so we, they they were like no these guys can just put them in a in a ward so me i was put in a separate ward the other two were put put in a in saint luke's i was put in saint mary's ward mm. at nairobi hospital and i was there for a month you know uh and then after that uh reconstructive surgery so so and then it was happening how old was i 14 14 so i'm just in gearing into my teens you are also now starting to define yourself and the kind, Absolutely. Of, the kind of person that you're going to be Absolutely. the kind of man that you are Absolutely. it happened at that critical point from when you because teenage is, is mm. you're just start, you're becoming an adult mm. and so so i i started having this serious self-worth issues do i look good am i attractive am i uh, what's wrong with me did i deserve this you know and those are the things that had carried on up till 2016 because now when i was doing the shrink uh, issues so, so a lot of the bowling and the and the meltdowns like i'd never really dealt with those things that had happened like 20 something years later because they had they had come to define me and mm. you see at that time what is the first thing that i did after the, the accident i dove into music mm. so i didn't realize that music came to be the thing that i would run to from when i was 14 mm. here i am at 37 23 years later this thing has become the defining thing mm. so without music who was aaron aaron was the last guy seen before the accident you know so i think for me that's where that's where a lot of the issues came and then and i have to mention that um uh of course i have to give it to my parents because that's a completely new thing just even me thinking of my daughter going through what i went it's earth shattering mm. i don't have the answers what do i do <laughs> you know at that time as a teenager you know you're expecting a lot from your parents to feel this thing but now when i look at it i'm like they did they did their absolute best you know and um but i think for me that's where it stems from i started having some serious and at that time now i can say that i was going through ptsd yeah and sure. which which i'd carried and buried because now in 2016 i was having this memories show up like for real wow. what but i thought i'd no you're like but i thought i dealt with it but then when it shows up it's mm. so raw mm. you know So um, I think for me that's where it stems from. I have, a, I have an interesting question for you and mm. it's interesting to me it might not be interesting to anybody anybody else. How do you feel that I, I know you dove into music around that time you're yes. in high school? Yeah. 
uh, I remember, I think I was having a random conversation with Chris and he was telling me about how at that point you guys were learning, uh, Chris Adwa, mm-hmm. you know, uh, learning to play you mm-hmm. know, and, 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 and teaching each other chords and things like that. How, how has your, so you grow up, you go into music, let me create context, you go into music and you become this phenomenal musician that's in pain. Mm. That doesn't know he's in pain, but mm. you're in pain. Absolutely. And you've created music in that state. Not just played music, but created, created albums yeah. Yeah. in that state. Now, there's freedom. Mm-hmm. Or, or at least a, a new beginning. Yes. You know, a sense of new freedom. You've, yeah. you, 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 you've started to open up those boxes and deal with them. And I know it's a lifelong journey. But I can sense, even from this conversation, which is very close to where I'm at, mm-hmm. that that doesn't have a hold on you anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? And then now you have a daughter. So you have this new celebration. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, musically, mm-hmm. How do you see that playing out? How do you, what, what do you sense will be your new sound? Is there going to be a new sound? I think that's a very good question because I think for a long time, up till the last record I did, surprisingly, was actually in 2016. Mm. I, I went to, uh, it's called Kwetu. Mm. I was in South Africa. I'd been going there. So I, I met these this ridiculous musicians and we cut a record in Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. That was September of 2016. Mm. As I was in that studio, the other day I was listening to the, to, to it now mm. properly. Mm. Mm. I like I was in so much pain, you know. Mm. But that was the last record that I have to say that I'm playing from a point of pain, mm. not not from a point of overcoming. And that's be- it's still beautiful music. It's, be- it's beautiful. It's beautiful yeah. music. That's what I've been doing. From- yeah, and that's what I've been doing for so long. Yeah. But I think for me now, I think I'm getting to the point where now my the new art that I create mm. is see how far I've come. Mm. It's now from a point of okay, let's let's create new stories. The stories that I overcame, mm. not that life this always happens to me all the time, mm. you know. So I'm getting myself out of that, drawing that to be the thing that defines even my art, mm. to be the thing that yes, it could define my art. But I've got other things to. I can write a new record about my daughter. I can write a new you have new stories to I have, tell. I have new stories to tell. Yeah. Of course, a big chunk chunk is that I will. I can't deny what that experience has done did to me. Yeah. But I'm also. It's a. It's a point of of overcoming. Like now, that's more clear to me, because you know those days and years before, it can be lip service or you can say yeah yeah yeah. Not even lip service, but you can agree with it in your mind, but in your heart, there's stuff that you know you have not dealt with, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, I think I think the 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 bigger one is is I overcame and I am overcoming. It's mm-hmm. a journey of over overcoming. Even when life throws things at you, you know, uh, moving to a new country is not easy. No, um, we all, you know, from this side of the world, you know, um, it is true. The U.S. is aspirational for many people all over the world. Mm. But there's a backstory you don't realize that there are many people who go there and get jaded too. Culture change, it's it's stressful, mm. money. There's this other side 
apart from the opportunities and the great experiences that you know that for the rest of my life I, this is what exactly I want to do mm. it's inspiring and all those things that come with it but there's the other side of the coin which now because I'd been to the US before and being there as a visitor is completely different than living there you know um so so I think even now my art is about the new experiences you know um uh of course that doesn't mean that I don't talk about the experience mm. before because because you know there are other memories and other mm. things that show mm. up but mm. the pain is that that uchungu you know that thing that is attached mm. to that experience mm. and then I think for the first time I don't have a why me You know, I think for a long time everything became why me man? Why me? Why do I have to find myself? So so every it is life throws even Jesus himself says that life has problems. Mm. <laughs> But he says I've overcome so you can overcome. Mm. So but I think because of that issue I, I I I didn't realize that for so many years I used to have I used to interpret life's challenges as why me. Mm. So something like let's say um, You, you get the most common money dries up so you're stuck you know uh you're auctioned or something happens other than dealing with it as it has got nothing to do with you just like hey let me just sort myself and see a way probably my methods are not working mm. you get into this space of why me aki when this time aki for real you know you know you know so it becomes a domino Like but you see that's why you left me. You know these those are the conversations like mm. God that's why you left me when I was 14. I didn't deserve that. Little Dino that's that's the the tape I'd always been playing for myself all those years. So I never was able even to to deal with situations. So I think the big one for me is um anytime I find myself getting to a why me I'm like no. I'm okay. It's just that this situation is I'm just going through a situation that's got nothing there's some things some of which are my doing which and I I learn I'm like ouch ouch I shouldn't have done that and some which have got absolutely nothing to do with me but messed me up mm. so other than it, me thinking that I I there's this curse or this bad luck thing mm. that I I mm. carry around with me it's more like no 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 absolutely not Like life there is in this even the bible says that these things are familiar to everybody mm. what you're going through you know um even the, the 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 gentleman i want to see when i was when i was, when i sought help mm. he's a friend of mine mm. uh, actually let me give him a shout mr michael yer is uh he he he, he on the on my, my my he's also my shrink <laughs> uh, not not professionally but he processes my life with me Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and for him for me that one I want to see him as yeah. I've known him for a while. Yeah. But I want to see him now like I need your help as yeah. a professional. Yeah. But then now later as a friend he's telling me, "Ah oh, man, we do life even myself, you and me." <laughs> so I'm giving you advice but not as someone who is theoretical, but yeah. I've been through this thing. Yeah. I'm going through the process myself. Myself, yeah. you know. And, and, so, I, and that's what I appreciate about Michael by the way. I mean, you, are, you 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 saw him call me just when you arrived <laughs> when you arrived today and because these are the conversations we have mm. uh, where we're able to and, and for me I draw wisdom from him and because I know Ban that he understands it's not just because I shrink <laughs> but he does 
he, he's doing life himself with me. You know, he, he's going through some of the same things we are going through. And absolutely, and even as a man, because also um, our culture dictates that men are like we we, we can't be weak, mm, which I think is the which control. is the biggest fallacy. We're human beings, yeah, man. Yeah. We're human beings, and men really carry so much, mm. uh, and that's why suicide rates are high, alcoholism is high. Just you're like you're talking to someone, then the next thing you hear that he outed himself. You're like, what do you mean? But he's saying, I think it's just and why I like your podcast. It's 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 a it's a place for people to hear. Like even people who look like myself who appear to be have made it, their life is going. I'm like no, yes, we we accept that God blesses us and there's some some great moments in our lives. There are years where like if 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 the rest of my life could have been like, like that, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. But but we are he you know life happens to everyone you know you know and and so I think that the key thing is that you have your structures to support you when you're in that in that situation you know and from and 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 speaking as an African man I think that's the um, I'm not afraid to show that I there's some things I can't do mm. I have weaknesses I fail you know I've not I think I, I I'm I'm like I don't care about about what people have to say about it. it's my life, man. I'm like because there's those things that you think like oh if someone scares I'm going through this they think because even at that time when I was going through my depression I really didn't want to talk much but you see that's the opposite of what you should be doing. So you're just hidden in your room. You can't get out of your room. You can't wake up. I'm like you need help, man. And I for, for me that's when I was like why can't you? let me tell you when I when I decided to go see Mike. Mm. My studio, my home studio. Mm-hmm. I, I was past. I'd gone through to the bathroom, but mm-hmm. now, right, right opposite the bathroom is where the studio is. Mm-hmm. So the door was open, and I looked at my keyboard. And for the first time, I didn't want to play. Wow! For the first time, I looked at it, and I hated it. That was like, whoa! I, I don't. I, you know, I don't know how many times I've spoken to you, and you've been practicing at home. You are playing, yeah, and you're not practicing for a gig. Just practice. That's what is practice. Yeah. Rehearsing is for a gig. Yeah, rehearsing is for. You are just practicing. You're playing, and I'm like, the, I always say in in circles where I, I discuss about you because I claim to be a good friend of yours. So that's so that you <laughs> no, know good friends in, in public. <laughs> uh, the, the spaces I, I brag, I brag. I, no, I can confirm like, that that Roy is my boy. You know. <laughs> I met Amani Maranga in 2003 at a place called the Orange Company. Oh. <laughs> so, 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 so I know when Maranga was a was a wannabe wannabe <laughs> entertainment manager. What was that club? What was that club? Was, was was that Galileos. Club? Galileos. Yeah. Yeah. It was not wannabe. I was an entertainment manager. Oh. Was gonna be. That I was an entertainment <laughs> manager. I mean, the title was that. And he was the and we, he was the size that I am at right But now. Was, uh, half the man I am today. <laughs> Literally, you know, I've always said that I'm not surprised uh-huh. that you play so well because you don't rely on talent alone. This, you this. work hard. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and and I know you always constantly playing. I think there was a time you were doing how many hours a day? Ah, uh, three. Three hours a day. Three hours. Yeah. Every day. Every day. And yeah. even in my earlier days, I do. I'd sleep at two a.m. and I started at seven, so I do six hours or eight hours a day. So it's not a surprise. You're such a great pianist. So 
and that's why for me I'm blown away when I hear you say you looked at your keyboard and I hated it and you didn't want to play I didn't it. want to play that's a big deal because that's an expression of I'm done this is, I I hate I'm, you in fact when you say I hated it I don't think your words carry the the no. the, the sense you know as like I, in fact when the right word I should use is that I had nothing to say wow. in terms of art yeah wow I had nothing to say and I think for me I think that God needed to bring me to that point to realize that this is not you mm. this is what you do you 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 actually have to give a shout out to another good friend of mine who who I, I think I, him is my life he's my is the is the guy I go and dump all my problems on his mm. name is reverend peter adolo i've known mm. him for almost 30 years mm. and so he, he he and michael here are the ones who peter's the one who told me he was the first one and then mike mm. is the one who came and mm. amplified it as a professional and then of course as a friend but peter's the one who came and told me that you're more Than, than a than a musician you're more like you're that's not the only thing you can do uh, and the question there can be more you know like there's something else <laughs> in my mind I'm like what what else yeah there? what else because I'm been doing this for 20 something years but then look at that lesson imagine we didn't go through that lesson 2020 probably I would oh man <laughs> <laughs> and then now in a, in a different land in a different culture so god is like he's so like let this guy go through this because there'll be a year that is coming mm. where he'll need this to draw these lessons and well 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 the year came so of course there's the out for really i didn't get a job but it's not stinging yeah. i'm like you're like okay yeah i'm not the guy as <laughs> <laughs> so, so i look at it I'm like okay i look for something else to yeah. do but before that rejection yeah, i would have killed you Ah, completely 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 and i think if i was to speak as some of my big mountains that i have to climb is rejection i think i'd rejected myself because mm. i'd convinced myself that uh, i think i have i just have this streaks of bad luck mm. probably something inherently wrong with me like god has just marked like you guys are going to have problems in your life so i'd carried that for so long then like no that's a lie from the pit of hell That's what I can say. It was a lie that I'd been living. Like, what do you mean? You know? So, so what's the opposite of it? What's the, what's the, not, maybe not opposite, but what's the, now you come out from this place where you say, where you've said, I'm unlucky. Um, I have this cloud that's hanging over me and mm-hmm. um, this is my lot in life. To a place when you realize, okay, that's not true. Uh, I did go through some but tough experiences but that's not true I'm actually I'm not unlucky um I'm not I'm not those things that I thought about ourselves what am I now I think it's, it's simple I, th- I answer that with glass half full or full I start looking at it from different perspective yeah so it's to accept that uh, that's what life is mm. I think that's that's the biggest acceptance for me that life throws at you these challenges mm. which are not only you. I think you see the problem of being in that state, you start thinking that you're Fish the only ball. one yeah. who's going through this. Yeah. But then when you start opening up yourself and start hearing other people's experiences, I've had experiences that like which are way more ridiculous than mine. <laughs> I thought that I carried the the gold medal for problems in life yeah. until someone tells you there's like uh, even you walk ashamed. <laughs> and so 
So I started looking at it from a perspective of gratitude. Mm. For like I came I came out through it. Mm. I've gone through it and I am still here. Mm. So it gives you hope. I think yeah. the big thing for me is hope. Mm. Um uh I realized that I'd not been hopeful for a long time. Yes, you're looking for that gig but no no that gig doesn't happen or this doesn't happen. It just hits you so bad. Because mm. how can how can a contract from EABL or Safaricom be the thing that keeps you happy and you know I'm like those are such transient things. It's just work that you do. So if this gig doesn't in Ghana or this contract or this deal doesn't go through, why would you be so I realized that there's more to me than just the things that I do. I'd become a human doing, not a human being. You know? <laughs> you have to say that again. That, that is a moment. That, 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 that is a gem of a statement. Yeah. I had become a human doing, not a human being. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Damn. Yeah. What? Yeah. That, that is a, that's a revelation. Yeah, that's and for me so so in answer to your question I think the first thing that that moved me out of that is to be hopeful. Mm. To be, to like yes, yes we accept and I accept that there's nothing I could do with the circumstances that have been even those that I have been chief participant and I've found myself in a hole. I even accept and say that Aaron have you learned your lesson? Yes. And there's nothing wrong with you. You just made a mistake and probably it cost you and mm. it cost you a lot. Ouch, ouch, ouch. That was painful, but move on. Other than, what's wrong with me? How come I can't even make my own decisions like this? Why do I find myself? So even to the point where you're not even responsible for the own decisions you make, mm. you interpret them as the, as this streak of bad you, luck. You blame somebody else. You don't take responsibility. Absol- yeah. Absolutely. You don't own your choices. Uh, that one needed also uh, drums. But yeah. You don't own your choices. Mm. I, that has also been a big lesson for me. Because you know you don't want to be to own your choices, so you blame this mm. this thing like mm. oh it's because mm. this happened. I'm like no, you just didn't save some money. <laughs> that has got nothing to do with your fire accident. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have a backup plan for your tombs, mm. so when you find yourself dry, how does that have to do with your fire accident? Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know. So those are the things that I've learned. But I think the big one for me is being grateful that I can wake up. Every day, I've not apart from my from my, I've never had any major health problems. Mm. You know, there's eh, there's two allergies. You know, the sniffles, mm. and even this year, I've, there's not been. Um, I've not had like, even with the COVID, I suspected that I had it, but I was not down. Mm. You know, um, but after all is said and done, I think it's just to wake up every day. I'm like the fact that I am alive, that my hands are moving. That, that that my i can eat mm. i can see my ears are working that i can walk that in itself is a reason to be always like you know what thank you mm. you know that i can see colors i can wake up and see my pl- plants trees i'm alive to see my daughter as she grows you know so whatever life throws at me i'm like okay i i realize that there's what i can do and what i can't do you know um so i think that's that's my 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 biggest lesson in condensed in the, the last four years have brought me to this now one day i'll give you now the real backstory of what was going on mm. in between 
from 1993 or before up till 2016 that led me to that realize that awakening I'm like oh okay um yeah so yeah that's been my dude i now understand why Joe Rogan does three hour podcast because <laughs> <laughs> an hour has gone by oh yeah i don't oh, know whoa. I, i don't even feel like we've scratched the surface man oh yeah well, this was like a preamble <laughs> But you know, have, let me say this to you, Aruru. Yeah. One, I know you know this, but I'll say it to you. Mm. You're gifted. Ah, thank you, man. And I think people like you are gifted to give other people gifts. Mm. And your music has been a gift to me. Thank you. Thank you, I appreciate it. Um, one of my favorite pieces of your music it's a, you, you, you might find it very funny is hafungi uh, macho that's that, that the rendition of uh, yeah of, uh, uh, of, of daddy owens yeah it's um, it just it just gets me peaceful hmm. it's true that's my test that's i think for me that is my testimony that god is always there his methods we may not understand I'm like if you're always if you're there then so you chuck me you know that's the question like so you get me through get me out I'm in pain man so why do you want to be there with me other than getting me out of it yeah. but there's a there's a way your fingers translate that song oh yeah that I'll go and listen to it now yeah. that you know you don't realize <laughs> you don't realize when you know, I'll go, that, I'll go that listen for, to that, it that for me is just uh it's in my playlist oh thanks thanks man um it's actually in two playlists and 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 it just gets me into a really peaceful space. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank man. you for the gift of your music, man. Let me say it all your life. <laughs> Thank you for the Thank gift you. of your music. I appreciate, man. Thanks for no, for no, eh. for being there and saying all these things. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Number two, I think you have uh so just something that was on my mind as you were speaking, yeah. You have the unique experience of being part of the evolution of Kenyan music. Mm-hmm. But at that same time African music was evolving. Mm-hmm. What 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 now has become Pan-African music? Yeah. Because we had only Lingala. Mm-hmm. Uh maybe Lingala Rumba. Mm-hmm. Uh maybe some South African music. Okay. You know that was in the popular space eh? mm-hmm. only very few people would listen to Salif Keita and uh, yeah, yeah. you know the Yusundus and you know the, the the more let me call it elitist you know mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. but we didn't really have pan african music mm-hmm. i mean only mm-hmm. what came from central africa really yeah, you know yeah. a bit of south africa but mostly central africa but now we have you know this expansion we're listening to guys from the french you know francophone yeah, yeah, countries yeah. we're listening to nigerian music we're listening to south african quite a we're, we're we're listening to kenyan music going abroad and we're even listening to akina medi who are in rwanda mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. pe- people would never have yeah. had uh, that kind of what was that chick from bujumbura before though sambolera what was her name kajanin 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 you know yeah. That was quite some some good music some man really good Ooh, music yeah Ooh, hey, wow <laughs> <laughs> she was our shade i keep saying yeah, that yeah, was yeah. our Ooh, you yeah. know those three those three records she did Ooh. yeah yeah so i think you have the unique opportunity with your mm. being part 
being part of this evolution of what is African music now. Mm-hmm. And now having the exposure that you get mm-hmm. from from um, the, the 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 place that sends the wild music, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think bro you have the, the a unique opportunity to create something that would define the next generation of not just world music but of African music. African music, yeah. I, you're right. I think that's my I turned 41 I was like okay, I think now I'm getting to the halfway point. Yeah. God giving me up till 80 or past 80. So I think I think I, I think we we'll, we will play for your 100 birthday. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. LMC. <laughs> I'll have some choice things to say. <laughs> and I don't care because I'll be an old guy who you can't admonish. You, <laughs> you just say it as just it is. It. I'm like, <laughs> you're like, I've lived life. I don't care anymore yeah. for what people have can't to say. Do <laughs> you're right. I think for me, the, the, the move to the US, I'm beginning to discover it's not only for me. Yeah. It was fast for me. Yeah. But I'm like, this, this, is a, this is a platform And I think I'm beginning to see, as I say, half full mm. in the sense that, you know, New York is restructuring. The entertainment, mm. entertainment business is, people are leaving. Yeah. So I was like, one day it occurred to me, what if I'm at the right place at the right time? Those who needed to leave, left. Leaving, yeah. And then I'm coming in. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I'm like, I thought about it and I was like, I was so hopeful. I'm like, why would I be when I'm 60? I'll be like one of those people who we think are the dons of the entertainment yeah, business yeah. right there because yeah. people have left there's a lot of reset it's happening. a transition mm. it's, it's, it's like a generational yeah. baton being passed yeah. on and, and even even people are living yeah. yeah you know probably new clubs will come so people will be looking for artists like myself you know when you're living me I'm coming in so I'm like well I'll be in 20 years as a 60 year old man I'm like hmm Bro, I think you're yeah. very right. Yeah. So actually, it, it, it's the perspective that changed. I'm like, other than complaining, I'm like, oh, probably I came at the wrong time. I'm like, hmm, what if this is the, you know, the way businessmen, when when stocks are fallen, when the economy has crashed, that's when they amass all the stock when they can buy. They're like, this is the time to buy. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, ah, oh, probably this is the time for me to come in and go do what I have to do so that in the next 10 years, when people are now beginning like oh I probably shouldn't have moved i'm like now i'm the new guy who's people know who i am there's work there's there's yeah so yeah and and of course just like what south africans did and what other africans did when those who lived in the us is mm. open that that door for for other guys for other guys yeah. you know that cross that that yeah. cultural I, exchange I think, i think it's opened that door for other guys but i think bro i'm predicting that you'll give back to the continent a, a sound mm. that will redefine a generation. Hey, I received that. We'll remember this thing. And yeah, I'm like, one yeah. day when I'll be like... There's a record of this conversation. I'm like, there's a gentleman many years ago who spoke about this. Yeah, yeah I received I, it. I, th- I think you will. I think you will. But I am so excited for you, bro. Mm. I wish you all the best. Mm. I wish you all the best in life. I wish you... Oh, thanks. Joy. Man. I can't wait to see what Kenya becomes. This con- this conversation needs to we we'll, we need to to part two. Yeah, we, do, we definitely <laughs> need a part two. See you after. Absolutely. See you after, sir. <laughs> <laughs>